The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory, Glory to you, O Lord. On the first day of the week at early dawn, the women came to the tomb, taking spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed at this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again? Then they remembered his words, and re returning from the tomb, they told all of this to the eleven and, uh, and, all, and all, to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves, and, when he, and then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. What is this? Hold on, wait a minute. A newspaper delivery? In church? That seems kind of weird, doesn't it? Huh, let's see what it says. Hmm. The Idle Tale Gazette. Huh. I never heard of it. It must be new. Let's see what it says. 1,500 pound rock disappears from tomb. Two men dressed in bedazzled costumes terrify women. <laughs> Sounds like this church. <laughs> Sometimes I crack myself up. You know? <laughs> Three delirious women claim that a dead man is alive again. Huh. This seems like something the National Enquirer would report on. A bunch of made-up stories to get people all worked up to encourage gossip or instill fear. The Idle Tale Gazette. I wonder if this paper has a future. People sure will believe anything these days, don't you think? It's hard to know what to believe. Real news is sometimes labeled as fake, and news that's fake is passed off as true. And there seems to be plenty of both. Keeping up and keeping informed is a full-time job. Well, the Idle Tale Gazette headlines may sound sensational to us, and they were sensational to those who heard those tales the first 2,000 years ago. Three named women, which rarely happens in the Bible, by the way. Three named women, Mary Magdalene, Johanna, and Mary, the mother of James, along with other women who were at Jesus' tomb. 
ran to tell the good news to the others. But the men did not believe them. The guys said that their report was an idle tale. And the disciples didn't just consider their testimony to be nonsense, a silly story or gossip. No, their response was a little bit saltier, even vulgar. The Greek word is leros, and it means BS. The women are the first to proclaim the good news of the resurrection, and their proclamation is greeted with a worldly response. Bull excrement. <laughs> BS. Leros. Now, I'm not surprised, really. Even today, women's testimonies are often not believed. They're brushed off as an exaggeration or just plain false. For most of our nation's history, women and men who are not white weren't considered credible witnesses in court cases. And still now, when people who are on the margins, people of color, children, asylum seekers, refugees, LBGTQ folk, and Native Americans, when these people tell the truth of their experiences, they are often not believed. Their testimonies are brushed off as nonsense, exaggeration, leros. And those who were first to hear the testimony of the women were no different. They couldn't believe what they were hearing. Experience had shown them time and time again that the dead remain dead. It's not possible that Jesus is alive again. It's Leros. And really, who can blame them? Isn't that our experience too, sometimes? All the time? I don't know. Maybe some of us come here today with our own Leros detector firmly in place, telling us that resurrection is not possible. It doesn't make any sense. It's not logical. It's Leros. But maybe, just maybe, if we could see Jesus' resurrected body, see the nail marks in his hands or look into his eyes, then maybe we could believe too. But that's not what we get. That's not even what the women got at the empty tomb on that first resurrection morning. They didn't see Jesus. They were told that Jesus was risen. What they got is no different than what you and I get. A word, a message, a testimony. Had it not been for the women, we might not even be here today. They stayed at the cross with Jesus. They showed up at the tomb. And then in a short period of time, they go from profound grief to perplexed and terrified and then eventually to preaching, the very first preachers of the good news. They remember what Jesus had told them before he died, that he would rise again. And by the power of God, the dead don't stay dead. And a greater truth has broken through. Death. Death is now the idle tale. Despite all the evidence to the contrary, death does not have the last word. And that is good news. It's great news for us this Easter morning, 2019. Not just that we who are baptized into Christ will also be resurrected with him. That is true, of course, and we proclaim it each and every Sunday. But also, as we find ourselves in these pews today, 
we are experiencing almost every kind of death and resurrection, both personal and communal. The medical test results that we hope will bring a flood of relief. The destruction of black churches and an ancient cathedral, both to be rebuilt. A divorce or a breakup that makes its way for liberation. Job loss that paves the way for a new career. A rampant government corruption that sends us into the streets to claim our own power in protest searching and claiming a new identity of our own and finding freedom and acceptance that we never imagined. There is death and resurrection hope everywhere. Resurrection is not just the promise of life after death, but the assurance that the life-living love of God will always move the stones away and the assurance that the Holy One is with us in our own pain and grief when it seems that those stones won't budge at all. Resurrection matters for our future, but even more so for our present when our own tombs are full of grief and worry and despair. So I propose a new, a new newspaper called The Truth-Telling Times. We'll keep our eyes and ears open to the stories of new life springing forth from death. The headlines will show God's transformative work among us. Because resurrection, new life is real, not just for Jesus, but for you and me. Not only in the future, but here and now. So let us gather at this feast inspired by those women who ran to the tomb, ran from the tomb to share the good news. Let us eat freshly baked bread and drink new celebratory wine, confident that the resurrection is no Laros. Amen.